What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Kev the Coach Experience. This is your host, Kev the Coach. I coach driven nice guys through breakups to help you rebound your life by discovering your truths and your purpose, building your confidence in your mission, and understanding women and relationships. You are in the right place if you enjoy drastic improvements in your personal relationships and professional life, and I'm happy to have you here. If you haven't already, please be sure to follow, subscribe, do all those things that uh, spread the word, you know? And uh, if this resonates with you, I think you'd wanna help someone else, you know, get through something that they're going through. Um, Cause today we're gonna be talking about one-itis. But before that, before we talk about one-itis, just a quick housekeeping updates here. We're on YouTube, obviously if you're watching on YouTube, you already know that you're here. <laughs> um, but for my podcast listeners, cause I'm doing both at the same time, you can check this episode out on YouTube. Um, and you can also, for my podcast people, you can actually, through the Spotify notes, you can answer polls, ask me a question that I can review on the next episode. So I think that's pretty cool. If you have a question or something you're going through and you want it, um, you know, send in the question. I'll put it on this episode and we'll review it. And I just, I'm catching myself in the camera here because I'm wearing a sleeveless. I'm working out after this. I want to do a quick episode. <laughs> so I'm excited for this one. I love y'all. Appreciate you. And if you haven't seen my last episode, have my my good buddy Artie Costa on. It's more of like a comedy episode. We're just having some fun, uh, kind of a catch-up call with him. And you get a little different vibe of who I am and uh, kind of from a social perspective, you know, what I'm up to in the background. So I think you'd enjoy that. Um, and lastly, I just thank you guys for your support as always. But let's get into the episode. Um, so we're talking about one-itis today. Why it happens kind of the psychology behind it, um, how, you know, it's happening and how to overcome it. Um, because I think a lot of guys that I've worked with, um, this is a pretty common thing among men is to basically just be infatuated, right? If you never heard of one eye, this is basically just being infatuated with like one person for an extended period of time without really any return on investment <laughs> from my, uh, for my business-minded folks, um, no return on investment. Basically, you're you're putting a lot of interest, a lot of groundwork, a lot of thought, you know, behind this person, this woman, this girl, who has never really given you full, solidified interest in return. And what is what does that look like, right? That's one physical you've had a physical interaction, like more than hugs and, you know, kissing. She, she's, she's returned serious interest. She's maybe she's tried to schedule a date with you. Um, things like flirtation can be sometimes subjective. Uh, so I don't really count that as like, she's showing interest in return. So when I, this is basically, you're showing a ton of interest in someone and it's been, you know, most of the time with one eye, it's been a while because it becomes one itis. It only becomes one-itis when it's been a while that you've been talking about this person, thinking about them, and, you know, maybe you've even told friends, you've told people in your life, and nothing's came of this. People get one-itis for people in relationships, um, people get one-itis for people at the workplace, that's a big place, big, big place. You know, I've had many clients who have been had one itis for a girl at work and um so we're talking about what one itis is and we'll get to shortly kind of how to overcome it 
and understand it from a psychological perspective. Like, why am I so into this person, right? Um, I just wanted to make sure I was centered in the camera. Sorry for people. I'm trying to update the, trying to get the, the quality of production here a little bit better. I know the people like the content, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep working on that production value. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, it's happening because I think as a collective, men have become very unconscious. Um, and I've, I've been guilty of it in the past. Obviously, I'm doing what I'm doing because I've made mistakes. And I'm trying to help other men so they don't have those same mistakes. Um, but, you know, really it happens because we're, we're becoming unconscious. Uh, and what does that really mean when we're saying you're unconscious? Well, typically when you have one, it's, it's like you're liking someone that doesn't really like you back. So what that tells me is, is that's a bad way to use your time and energy, mostly energy, right? Um, to really put your energy forth towards someone who's not reciprocating. If you were truly conscious and aware of, of, you can tell I'm starting to like almost dial back my energy and slow down a little bit to be a little more conscious of my own energy. If you were truly fully conscious, you know, you could realize and have the perspective that this person's not showing you what you deserve, right? The attention you deserve. And a lot, you know, one itis comes in a lot of different variation forms. A lot of times one itis is like, you've never even asked the person out, right? It's just this looming non-relationship that exists. Um, and, you know, it's, it, it's, it hasn't really come to fruition for anything. So it's time to be more conscious, you know, um, time to ask yourself, you know, why am I putting all this energy into this one person? You know, what is so great about them that I so desperately am, am trying to like, I'm, I'm, why am I hanging on to this possibility? You know, why am I hanging on to this possibility of us being together when there's so many other people out there, you know? Um, so that I would start by asking questions, you know, because being conscious is asking questions and it's being aware of everything you're doing, right? So really look at like this person, you know, it happens a lot in the workplace because we're surrounded by, well, at least in the past, maybe now we got these remote lifestyle going on, but in the past you're surrounded by people that you, you kind of, ha you have to be around because you work with them. And that can be a tricky scenario when you meet women who are in the workplace and you don't know how to approach it because you don't want to be creepy. You don't want to cause a workplace issue, um, but you think they're attractive and all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, really, under you got to really come to understand why are you holding on to this person that, you know, isn't giving you anything in return. You know, I look at myself um and so now we're going to kind of start to enter in, you know, how I've seen it and how we can overcome it. You know, I look at myself when it comes to my past with one-itis, <laughs> um, you know, it is part of it like just a lack of self-confidence in my self-worth, right? Because if I was truly self-confident in my self-worth, then I would just move forward, right? Like, I don't need this. You know, I got, there's a lot of women that, that would appreciate me, but some of you are still working on that self-worth. So I'm going to not be so critical on that. I think even more important than that is understanding. So understanding that even just to succeed with women in general and to find a partner that is going to be great to you and give you an amazing life, yada, yada, be a great person to date, 
so on, they have to want you. And to understand this new perspective that you should be going about is finding people who like you. And we're talking about in this sense, intimate wise, finding women who like you. They already like you. You don't have to convince. I, I feel like we just, you know, because the world is run on these energies. You know, people find each other attractive, you know, that they see each other. And there's already this innate nature of, of attraction. And that's what we're talking about here. So she already thinks, she, she already knows she doesn't like you. She doesn't really have that attraction for you. Then you have to kind of access that conscious energy and realize like, okay, like, great. You know what I mean? I get to move on. Uh, this is a no. Okay, we move on. Because obviously we're talking about rejection here getting comfortable with rejection because you can't get comfortable with rejection. It's gonna be very difficult to get anywhere in life, to be honest, or at least that's a little harsh to get to, to really advance your life, right? Um, into some higher levels of success. Let's put it that way for sure. Because you look at entrepreneurship, you look at these, you look at sales, people who are good at, you know, acquiring business and being and being good at investments they have to fail you fail a lot of these things to get good at anything you got to fail a bunch so when it comes to women and finding an ideal partner you have to be comfortable with actually seeking out rejection sometimes <laughs> you know what i mean like there's a self-confidence to that it's like hey you know i you know just this isn't something you actually say but almost internally how you want to like frame it because we're talking about framing and dating and all that stuff um Hey, you know, I, I find you attractive. Are you, do you find me attractive? You know, it's like, it, not, maybe not, that's not, maybe that's not exactly what you're going to say. Maybe you do though. Depends on the situation. But when you frame it that way internally, it's a lot less more intimidating, right? Than thinking that everyone's going to be interested in you. Like I'm telling you straight up, like, yeah, sure. There's status in the world, right? And those people, they're going to get a lot of yeses because they're money and their status. But for the many of us who have not achieved substantial status, um, those like, and there's a, obviously it's the majority, the vast majority of the world. Um, those people, you know, that's you're gonna you, you should be expecting to get mostly no's in life. Even the guy that you see, even one of your friends who's really good looking, that maybe you look at him and you're like, damn, like he's he's always gotten girls and stuff. I guarantee you, he's not telling you about the rejection he's getting. I get tons of rejection tons of it you know what i mean but that's like that's kind of what you want because you're narrowing down the type of person that you would be with like when you're younger like even my guys who had moderate even for people in general women my guys and my ladies who've had moderate success with women aka like you've had sexual experiences you've been able especially for men it's a lot harder you've been able to attract a lot of women in your life hooked up with a lot of women Look at when you were younger, you used to like hook, people used to hook up with each other, like a lot of people when you're young, that's what you do because you're kind of like learning what you're interested in, right? So this is a part of like, you know, especially for my guys that are entering the thirties, forties, fifties, it doesn't really matter. But obviously when you've left kind of your, your crazy twenties, I'm 28, I'm kind of graduated from like fucking around and going crazy. <laughs> like you realize who you're interested in now becomes a little more clear. So almost like remember that this is a part of the, the process. And maybe you're younger and you're going through this. Maybe you're younger and that's great. Like you're, maybe you're just a really mature younger person and you're like, I don't, I haven't had those crazy hookup experiences, yada, yada, yada. And I just, you already are more conscious and intentional about who it is you want to be with, right? 
I know I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but it's all related to this one-itis because it's like, if you're afraid of the rejection, if you are afraid of the rejection, one-itis is going to be your motherfucker because it's never going to let you just get that final, you're basically, what you're doing is you're building up this, this, this ladder, this long ladder up to the potential no or yes that can take years to get to. I mean, like, we know people, and maybe, and I'm sorry if this is you right now talking to you, I'm trying to help you. We know people that have waited a long time for someone, and then it didn't work out. I mean, obviously, the story is where it does work out, but a lot of times that's the movies, that's Hollywood. Um, and that's like guys that are waiting for a girl that, that has a boyfriend, like this stuff is, it's just, it's not going to lead you to any sort of happiness. You know what I mean? You've got to go for it. If, if she's single and available, you go for it now and you put it out there. If she's, if she's not available, you know, you, you move on. That's what life's about. You, you, you go and you, you just go out and you get rejection. You know, that could be the most important takeaway from this video for someone that's suffering from one-itis. <laughs> like, it really sounds like a legit disease. Um, and it, I know if you're going through it, you felt it. Um, but one of the best ways to really overcome it is just to go out and get that rejection. You know what I mean? Lean into it. Go and ask people. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that YouTube video of the guy who... He was on, he had a TED talk. He goes and he, he talks to, or no, he, he makes this like bet for himself. Like, I'm going to get over rejection. I'm going to ask a hundred people for an obvious no scenario. Like he's going to ask them for like a hundred bucks on the spot. You know, he's going to go get a hundred no's. And maybe that's something you got to do for yourself. You know, get creative about it, but don't sit back and allow rejection to force you to, to lay around and wait for one girl who's just, because Here's another reason why why oneitis is, is problematic is or, or why it's happening is because typically you don't feel confident that you can supply yourself with other attractive women, other options. And obviously this can happen for a lot of reasons. Maybe you're in the part of the world where there's just not a lot of people around. So now you you got a whole other issue. You gotta fix that. You gotta get somewhere where you can go to a city where there's more attractive options, or you gotta join a group online. You gotta do something to put yourself in an atmosphere. Where you're around other like-minded, attractive people that you can form a relationship with, you know, whatever. So you got to get real creative. So I'm giving you a few solutions here on how to overcome it. You know, it's not just, you know, a lot of content creators, maybe they're talking about how there's just like an overnight sort of solution. I've never been that guy. I think it takes, you got to put in the work within yourself, you know, to achieve real, real profound, long-term results, right? Completely get rid of a problem, you know? I mean, and let me just be clear too, the most confident people in the world, they can experience one-itis, but, but it's not one-itis, the full diagnosed one-itis because they have so many options and they, they, they've already realized like, the, the short-term one-itis is like you like a girl just off of, what you've seen, you met her once, you hit her up, call her, whatever, and she's kind of like, I'm not interested. That's like a brief moment of one-itis, is you were kind of unconscious, you didn't really realize that she's not interested in you, because we're all giving each other signals out here. If you, if you could pay attention to them, you can win a lot, a lot easier. 
I wish I could could have got myself more in the camera here. But I move around, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's difficult because you, you, you have to put yourself in situations to succeed. You got to get rejection. You got to recognize signals. You know what I mean? Um, but when itis is completely avoidable, you just got to realize kind of your weaknesses in that area. Like you're clearly, you know, if, if, if she's, if people aren't giving you the time of the day, or you're not even asking for it, then we gotta, we gotta just, that's when you, the only thing you do is accept accountability. You gotta go do something about it. You know what I mean? You gotta ask her out. You gotta get that yes or no. When you wait in limbo land to ask out someone that you're interested in and they're in your life, they're around your life, that's what builds one-itis. That's what builds one-itis right there. When you wait in that limbo land, she's in your circle, she's in your friend group, she's in your, she works at your company, However, when itis comes about, the longer you wait around, it's like that Band-Aid that is, you're ripping it off real slow. You know what I mean? Because I, I hate to be the one that's going to tell you this. But women will let you know when they're interested. They do that. They're good at that. So if she hasn't yet, she's not available or she's, or she's not interested. You know what I mean? Uh, that that honestly should be like the main he header of the, the episode. I know I've said that kind of a couple times here, because I'm I'm throwing out game here. But if she if she hasn't let you know she's interested, she's not interested, and we have to move on. And it happens to all of us. But the guys who don't take it to heart, don't take it personally, they move on. They they just succeed quicker in all things in life because they realize like what's what's here for me is here for me, right? From a spiritual perspective, like what's here for me is here for me. What's not was not meant for me. And the sooner you can kind of grasp that, the better you are, the better off you are in all areas of life. So that was why it happens. That was how it happens, the feelings around it, and that was how to overcome it. I think I covered all the bases. Maybe leave me a comment or something if I or reach out to me if I if I left something out. Um, but I think I think I covered one item pretty good today. Um, so let me know if, if you disagree, agree with me. Um, if you're going through it, let me know. I can help you out. I mean, a lot of times it's just, we need accountability in this life. You know what I mean? Like we just need to be held accountable, especially when it comes to like one-itis. We need a, we need a good friend. Just be like, bro, like she ain't into you. You know what I mean? Like we need a good friend group. We need, we need a support system that's going to help us. And, um, my superior man group, if that's going to be it for you, if you haven't heard about my superior man program, we help you discover your truths and your purpose, like I said earlier, um, build confidence, your mission, and understand women and relationships. So you can sort of get out of this, this stuck mold. You know, we, we're talking about the secrets that most of society don't understand in this group and in this program. And we're doing big things. So if you want to be a part of that, let me know. Um, but with that, we'll end this episode. Um, and like I said, if you want to chat with me personally, you can reach out. Uh, my email is uh, coachkevinhiggins at gmail.com. Or you can message me, superior man on Instagram. And I know you're real. I know you're for real about it. Go ahead and do that. Um, follow me on Instagram. Remember, just give me, give me all the love. Give me the rate and the reviews. You know, that, that means a lot to me. If you appreciate this episode, share it with someone who could hear it. You know what I mean? I make this stuff for free. Um, and yeah, I love y'all. Take it easy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Later.